Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Life Stories. I'm your host and sometimes referee, Zach Stat Pearson. And today, here comes a new challenger. Straight out of possibly New York, but living in Chicago, much like myself, we have the good friend of Ryan and the destroyer of egos and deflator of peni, a one Illykins. Yo, I'm Illy. I have a tiny bird who's very small and she does everything with me, so... Oh, there we go. She even did a little small beep. <laughs> You'd be surprised how common an intro like that is. Really? Yeah, it's it's very common. Some people have been here so long. It's not that they don't care. It's just they want to have a contest about who can say the most random shit. It's funny to me. I don't care. Um, I made my catchphrase died in the wool. Everything starts with friendly neighborhood referee slash Zach Sapphire and blah, blah, blah. But anyways, so... uh. Get used to hearing her voice of terror because she will be featured on this channel a lot more. You can also visit her on her Twitch and I'm probably sure she has a TikTok or Twitter. Either way, it'll be in the description below. And if possible, if she has a YouTube, it'll be in the annotations or she'll join the YouTube collective, get the password and shit like Ryan does and put shit on the channel. I don't care. Look in the descriptions if you want to hear more of her. So uh, this episode is going to be a little bit special. Because unlike most live stories, we're doing a rerun, but we're doing it for a specific reason. <laughs> the first time we recorded this, my dumbass forgot to turn on my microphone. So everyone is talking except me, the storyteller. Not in a lie sense, in the I'm the one who's narrating the story. Whoops. Yeah, now this is a story I told about uh, three months ago, and we'll make it a two-parter because technically it's short. It's a, it's a story about my rabbit saga or bunny saga for you animus out there who just don't want to say rabbit. Uh, a little bit about where I grew up. Uh, I've been on the Kedzie area for a lot, but I've specifically been near the end of it, near the 80s and 90s. And in my area, we're not too far from the forest preserve. So anything that's in the forest preserve can fuck with you. We don't have mice. We don't have rats. We barely have birds. But we got fucking rabbits. They're everywhere. And they're multiplying. And it's frightening. It's very frightening. Now here's where it gets weird. Illy, have you ever heard the term middle house? I haven't, no. A middle house is basically a house that is one of the main three that is in the middle of a block. I lived in a middle house. But for some reason... None of my neighbors, not the people on the edge of the block, not the people on the other edge of the block. But for some reason, my old house, we had a rabbit infestation. They were literally trying to nest in the front fucking yard. And then at one point, the back fucking yard. Like they were actually digging holes. I wanted them dead. I wanted them all dead. And the worst part is, is that rabbits are fucking fast. See, since I'm in the middle house, that means when I come home from school and I'm walking home, I literally can see these motherfuckers chilling on my porch like something I can't say on YouTube and lounging in my lounging in my grass like and being lazy and taking up the air and having no reason to exist like every Kardashian ever. And I'm sitting up here to myself and I'm just like, 
one day I'm going to fucking catch them or I'm going to throw something at them and they're going to stop coming. Because they literally see me walking down the street and they'll stare at me. It's like, oh shit. Damn, is that that nigga's ex? Uh, yeah, he threw a shoe at us once. <laughs> you remember that, Billy? Yeah, that was funny. And I'm just thinking to myself, just let me, just let me kill one. I'm not going to slaughter them. I'm, I'm going to cut the fur off and I'm going to eat them because rabbits are edible. Just let me get one one time, God. And then summer came around. So that means I'm home or I'm out with my friends or I'm down the street at Hayes Park. And that was before it got cool. They spent like $3 million. They built a, a sports equipment facility in an indoor ground pool. I was there when it used to suck. And uh, I was just like, one day, I'm going to look out my front window as quiet as possible so they can't run away when they see me open the window. And I'm going to figure out how to get them to fuck to stop coming in the yard. So after about three, four days of just randomly Leroy Jenkins and shit and them dispersing, they stopped coming. Man, I was happy as shit. I would go outside sometimes at random and I would just hear the Final Fantasy Victory fanfare music playing in my head. Gonna go get me some Cheetos. There's no fucking rabbits. Fuck yes. But I learned a valuable lesson about my enemies. Yes, exactly. But I learned a valuable lesson about my enemies a few weeks later. Now see... I don't know if you've heard the term uh, weird uncle or the stereotype weird uncle. Have you ever heard about that one? I have. Okay. I was fortunate enough not to have one, or at least I thought I was. See, I have an uncle who we will lovingly refer to as Uncle Ho-ass bitch, but Uncle Ho for short. Now, Uncle Ho is really good at burning bridges whether he does it with you or people that you like, he's really good at burning those bridges. It's like right when he shows up after crossing the bridge, you find out he had a tank of gas going and another tank of gas going and was spraying it all across the bridge right when he got across it. And this particular time, Uncle Ho decided to do what he always did and basically ruined another of his marriages. But this one was a little bit different. He decided he wanted to come or rather he didn't have no other fucking place to go. So my mom and dad decided to put up Uncle Ho for until he got his own place or grandma would take him in because grandma had a three story place. So it's not like there wasn't space. Now, Uncle Ho had this surprising uncanny ability that I like to call. If I could, I would. Basically, if you were under the age of 18, he would not talk to you like a child. He would talk to you like you just lost a fight to him. Even though nobody fought him. Because he was partially, basically a dead, a psychopath as far as I'm concerned. If he wasn't trying to have female children and also do the act of making babies, the man was basically good for nothing. As far as I'm concerned. In fact, my mother, his big sister, gave me a very accurate description of him as a person. Respecting him is like chopping down a tree. It doesn't matter how many times you grow the tree or what happens, he will find a way to chop it down. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And he only gets worse over time. So he's living with us for a summer. I literally have not done anything to warrant an ass whooping, but it turns out it didn't really matter because apparently my mom and dad told him, look, if you put your hands on him, 
the way you beat children, you going to jail and you might get shot. Not even joking. Like I said, he only loves his female children. I don't know if that's called a simp, but Uncle Simp doesn't fit because he... Simps still respect other men, but other men don't normally respect a simp. He doesn't acknowledge your existence unless he's forced to. Or he can get something from you when you're male. Yeah, he's genuine scum. Yeah, that uncle was, that he sounds like he was wild and, and not in a good way. Yeah, and the part is, it's like he ain't, he's not some young buck doing this shit. When he moved in, after his third marriage failure, dude was damn near uh, fucking uh, 40. Or he was in the middle of his 40s. That's a good-ass role model right there. So, I have no idea, though, the scale of this situation because, well, I'm young. All I know is uh, he found out that his most recent daughter wasn't his daughter, still treats her better than he does his biological children. Not saying that he should treat her like shit. You know, it's not her fault that his that her, his, her mom cheated. Don't get me wrong. I've even met, I've even met her, my step-cousin. Like, she was cool. Like, I have nothing against her. But... You would think based on the way he act, he somehow learned his lesson, but no. So what happened is he decided that anytime I did anything he considered a minor infraction, he's going to harass me and chastise me for hours. And it's summer and my parents are work. So that means I'm stuck with him unless I find an excuse to leave the fucking house. You best believe I found a lot of excuses. <laughs> Plus I have good friends. So yeah. anyways, uh, this is, I believe, the summer. No, it is two years before the release of Devil May Cry 1. So my little ass is obsessed with Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Because I think at some point in time, they're going to make a Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Boy, was I wrong by many a decade. But anyways, um, I go and I have a little bit of money and I live at the edge of the block and there is an ice cream place, which obviously contributed to me being 400 pounds at the time. And I'm not sure how the fuck come I don't have diabetes. Uh... They had butterscotch malt or caramel malt. No, butterscotch malt at Tasty Freeze. But I knew the ice cream was on sale down the street. So I just thought, you know what? I don't want to walk in the store carrying a big ass malt down the street. Let me just go get me some mint chocolate chip ice cream. Now, halfway coming back to my house, I had this radical idea. Hey, Zax. Yes, enter me. No one has ever mixed together butterscotch and mint chocolate chip. Oh, shit. So I got me a medium-sized thing of mint chocolate chip. And I got me a medium-sized or a large butterscotch malt. So while I'm walking down the street in broad daylight in the summer... I'm legit mixing this shit together. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be the best invention since peanut butter and chocolate. You know, I'm just being a happy little kid who hasn't turned into a fat obese motherfucker yet. So was it good or did it suck? I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> On to part two. So I start seeing rabbits and I was like, motherfucker, I just can't, I just can't have a good day. But I noticed they was in another motherfucker's yard. And I was like, oh, I'm about to have me a good day. But I know my uncle's in the house. 
I don't want him asking me for any of this shit or nothing like that. And I don't think he will. He doesn't inspect me when I come in the house. He just acknowledges my existence or he spends 40 minutes chastising me for doing something like accidentally dropping a spoon. That happened, by the way. I dropped a spoon once. A spoon he didn't have to clean. A spoon that had no sentimental or financial value. And he chastised me for 40 minutes about it because I was born with a penis. Oh, man. Usually when I drop a spoon, my mom said a woman's coming or like if a fork is uh, falls, uh, a guy is coming. Um, it's I don't know. I don't know if it's a Latino thing or what, but that's usually it is. What. But I know what she's referencing. Um, so anyways, so I'm just like, you know what? I think I got some leftover chemical spray or whatever. Let me do some people a favor and possibly put them put this shit on their yard so rabbits don't come. And I'm going to put some more shit in our yard. So I go, I open a side door of the house. We don't have a back door, we have a side door. I set down this wondrous ice cream concoction in the plastic bag. There is no more malt. And I'm also going to throw the cup away in the back garbage because our garbage is taken out through the back alley, right? So I go and open the back gate and I go and I hear some weird noise in the garage. And I don't know if it's going to come through on your mic. Do I have noise suppression on? Let me turn it off. This is what I heard. Nope, yeah, it didn't come through. Oh, well. Oh, I heard it, but <laughs> I don't know if... Let me see. Maybe it's... Nope. Damn, nothing. That's some really good shit. But anyways, I basically heard a knocking sound, and I heard some little... Not a gerbil noise, but I heard some little noise. It wasn't a squeak, and it sounded... It sounded very soft-toned. It wasn't loud or scary. So, I'm just like... Ah, oh, shit. Did something on the garage come loose? Our garage was a weird situation. We didn't really give a shit about the garage as long as a car could fit in there. So everything that got left in the garage got left in the garage from the previous owner. The entire back wall, it's a 10 by 10 wall, had uh, sockets in it. So you could hang shit up on there if you got a metal pipe to put it on. Those really tiny kinds or Allen wrenches. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, but we never got around to using it. So I'm like, maybe the ice skates fell off or some shit because there's old ass ice skates in there, right? Mm -hmm. I open the door. I hear the noise. I don't see anything. So I go around the corner from the car and I look down. It's two rabbits fucking. And they was just like, oh, hey, Zach, you want to go next? Like, oh, my goodness. I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. I can't get away from these rabbits. And they know it. So I'm just like, I took the lid from my butterscotch uh, cup and I threw it at them. Dude pulled out and literally backflipped coming out of that rabbit vagine he i'm not saying that hyperbolically he literally pushed off her and backflipped and pulled his dick out of her and ran off and she followed behind but she moved way slower i, I didn't even want to i could literally have picked her up and thrown her she was moving so slow but i'm like nope nope you might be a pregnant rabbit i hate rabbits but i'm not about to kill a pregnant one because she was walking lumpsided and her belly was fat. I don't know the situation with pregnant rabbits. I don't like the idea of seeing them. They haunt my dreams. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, man, no one's going to believe me today. So I go back out and I close the door in the garage and I actually close it this time and lock it. And I go and I take out, I put the butterscotch uh, cup in the trash can. So I'm just like, Tra-la-la-la-la, butterscotch, chocolate chip, mint ice cream, here I come. 
And I go and open my side door. This bitch ass hoe ate the whole fucking thing. Dick. So there was literally the nothing container. left but the container. He put the container back where he got it. So either he took it, put it in a bowl or a big ass con other container and put the container back or he sat on the staircase and ate it and was like waiting for me to come watch him eat it. All because of the bunnies. And that's part, well, that's part two of the bunny saga. And I guess to end the trilogy, Return of the Rabbi, or the Return of the Rabbit, um, this one was the definition of a nothing but a what the fuck moment. All right. So, uh, I'm coming back from a party with my friends. I am maybe 17 at this time. All my guy friends, while we're walking to the car, like, dude, bro, cool, bro, dude, you're the bomb, pimp, blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck are y'all going on about? You got the hottest girl in there's number. It's like, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Bro, I saw you getting a piece of paper that somebody wrote something down on. Yeah. They was telling me about a GameStop that had a particular video game that I've been looking for. Cause you know, back in the day, you couldn't just go to gamestop.com and look all this shit up. You had to call the store or have the store tell you specifically which store had the shit you were looking for. And that's what she did. It's like, nah, nah, but I saw her give her number to you after that. It's like, I don't, I have no idea what the fuck y'all talking about. So my boy, Tony, that's his name. Tony's girlfriend, Randy, which Oh, man, I don't know how she doesn't hate me. I made so many puns about her name. So, because apparently no one told her what her name means until she was like 15, which I was in disbelief. No one told her what the fuck her name meant. Um, <laughs> And I was like, Randy, like, okay, have y'all been drinking? Like, bitch, have you been drinking? I was like, I mean, I was tempted, but you know, Ah, you pussied out. I was like, bro, you're going to be 18 in like two months. I was like, well, yeah, but 18 is not 21. And what if my parents found out? How are they going to find out? Do you know the exact number? I'm supposed the exact number of drinks I can have before I be get fucking drunk. Crickets, nothing but crickets. It's like, that's what I thought, guys. So we're heading back to the SUV. And the next thing we know is that I hear, hey, hey, you hear me, motherfucker. Oh my god! And they, I get tapped on the shoulder by Randy. He's like, "Hey, you know that guy?" He's like, "Nah." I was like, "And it's this big, swole dude." He, you ever see a teenager that looked like a middle-aged man? Yes, I knew too many. Usually, they were on the football team. Ironic. Uh, yeah, this dude was wearing a football jersey. I don't know if he's on the football team. I don't even know what high school this dude go to. And he's looking like, "Why the fuck you got that piece of paper?" I was like, so I looked around at everybody, and everybody looking at me. I was like, she gave me directions to a GameStop that has a game I'm trying to get, bro. It's called The Misadventures of Tron Bond. I don't give a fuck. Won't you fucking lie to me about this shit? And he starts walking. <laughs> and he starts walking closer. And we just start walking away from him. And we're all going slow. And then he stops. And then we keep walking away slowly to the car. Because we're down the street. 
on the edge of the block, damn near around the corner. And he and he stops, and we're still walking back slowly, and he just starts running. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So all I'm hearing from these guys is like, get in the car. What did you do? I didn't do shit. We get in the oh car. We get in the car, and we're driving off. And right when we drive off, we're going past the block. We haven't even gone past 15 miles. Douche. Big-ass rock hit this back window right where my face was. Luckily, the window was up. And I just, I started getting scared like a little bitch. It, I know it's just a rock and I'm in a car, but hey, dude looked like he could pick me up and fucking Hulk throw me like he did to Loki. That's what it felt like. I'm serious. Like, me and this dude, there's probably only a year difference in age between me and whoever the fuck this guy was. That's right. I never learned his name. But for the purpose of the story, we're going to call him Jacob. Kind of wanted to call him Chad, but sure. <laughs> Well, there's another guy whose name I forgot. I don't hate him, but I forgot his name. We'll call him Chad. Cause all right, now in the car, there is a uh, fuck was his name? Tony? I think that was his name. Tony driving and cause he got a license. And Randy in the back sitting next to me, his girlfriend, and Chad's in the passenger seat. And they're like, bro, seriously, what the fuck happens? Like, why do y'all keep assuming I know what's going on? Bro, we all saw you. I was like, look. Is it possible it was a fucking lookalike or someone who just had the same coat as me or the back of his head looked the same? So they all paused and they start looking at each other. And I was like, hey, Tony, man, watch the fucking road. He almost hit a red van because he was looking around too. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. Like, bro, you need to start taking these fucking near accidents a little bit more seriously, man. Every time he gets in a near accident at 18, which was like a lot, he giggles. I almost hit that van. I almost hit that little girl. Uh, I almost hit a white girl. Yeah, they, they'd excuse oh my, my ass. It's like, yes, they would. Why the fuck are you laughing? I, I actually asked him that. Like, I'm not joking. He said those things. I was like, bro, they probably would execute your ass if you mowed over a fucking white girl. Why is this funny to you? I don't ever remember what the fuck he said because I was in disbelief that he thought the shit was funny. But anyways. um, All right, so. We get maybe five, six blocks away. I was like, okay, look, and I recount exactly what I did, the whole story, the whole time we were at the party, and they want to figure out where the discrepancy starts. It's like maybe 1 a.m., maybe midnight. Now, we've gotten about six blocks away. We're driving out of the suburbs, and all of a sudden, there's a purple car with bright lights speeding up behind us. I was like... Why is that car got this light so and so bright? Randy turns around and I was like, I don't fucking know. I was like, hey, can, can y'all tell them, like, turn their, they got their brights on or something? Or maybe they don't know. Maybe it's a kid driver. Fucking idiots. Like, so everyone in the car except Tony goes, you're a kid driver. Bitch, I'm 18. And I'm just like, I think I finally understand the definition of man child. And he's like, this is not funny, Zach. It's like, I mean, it kind of is. And then his girlfriend starts laughing. So I roll down the window slowly because, again, giant crack. And I look out there and then I look and I look back and we're at a stop sign. He's like, and he and he's like, and I just look at it and it's and it's the fucking it's fucking it's fucking Jacob. He's like, I thought that was your ass. It's like, I was like, bro, good it. It's him. So he takes off and we're doing 40 in 
suburban area where there's stop signs. Luckily, it's damn near midnight, so there's nobody else driving around. We blew past, I shit you not, at least seven stop signs. So I was like, bro, why are you going in a straight line? I was like, yeah, and then Chad's like, dude, you need to zig and do some zagging in this bitch. I was like, and I start laughing, and I shouldn't be laughing, but that just sounds funny, because he's being as serious as you possibly can be. You need to start doing some zigging and some zagging in this bitch. Oh, it was, oh, fuck, it's still funny. <laughs> oh, let me calm down. Ugh, I'm sorry. So, uh, we're driving off, and we're just like, okay. We probably lost him. I was like, okay, don't go, don't go out the natural speed limit, especially when you get on like the real street roads. It's like, yeah. And then Chad's like, man, I am fucking hungry. It's like, you didn't eat at the party. I said that, and Tony's like, uh, did you see food or did you see booze? It's like, good point. Now, you haven't been here long enough, but uh, before I even had the rating of level five reviewer on google i was already one of those people that naturally explores his surroundings to try to find cool and unique shit or you know just decent places to eat that you'd never come across normally right right and i was like you know there's there's like three restaurants in the city that are 24 7 even on holidays like no there's not like yeah it totally is white's palace is too far but huck finn's has two locations and they're both 24 7 365 I was like, well, fuck, where's the Huck Finns at? So one of our friends got like a generation one phone where you could actually use as a GPS. So we was like, holy shit, that's so cool. Blah, 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 blah. So we get to this restaurant, we start eating, and we start trying to put the story together. Now here's where it first starts getting funny. Okay, so Zax, what did you do? And now it's like playing Clue. Or, you know, a detective game. All right, so I walked in the party. I put my coat up. And I saw my friends playing Smash. And Smash wasn't that old. And people were still losing their mind because they didn't know Sonic the Hedgehog was in the new Smash at the time. Uh, So it was Super Smash Brothers Brawl. So, and we all love Subspace Emissary. And we wanted to be foolish children to ourselves. Man, I can't wait to see how they make Subspace Emissary in the next game. Uh, we were young and foolish. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm telling people pointers on how to get through shit. People are helping me learn characters and just having a good time. Then all of a sudden this hot ass girl starts talking to me. And I don't think I've ever had a point in time where I displayed fear in the presence of women. But even I had to acknowledge I was sweating a little bit almost every time she looks or talks in my direction. I don't remember who the fuck this girl was, but we're going to call her Tina. So talking and talking and talking. Eventually I get kicked off smash. Not because, you know, I was hogging it. I got my ass beat. It was my time to give up the control. Eight player smash hadn't been invented yet. So I start walking off and I'm talking to Tina and we go get some of the booze and we see the ice cream. and We found out the ice cream is spiked. But everyone knew about it, but we still wanted to try it. But she did, well, she did something you are very good at. She tried to use her, oh, woe is me, helium, adorable voice to get something she wanted. Like, So she said, like, I just really want the ice cream, but I don't want to do it alone. It's like, 
Now, that has nothing to do with me. But obviously, my brain heard, hey, we doing this shit together. Because I'm not a simp at this point, but I am still in zombie mode around beautiful women. I just have a poker face, so they don't notice it. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Come on. That dumb shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. And <laughs> fuck you. And we ended up uh, eating it. But I did a little mix because they had a Neapolitan ice cream, which is really not. I don't know how that name came. We all know what that is. It's vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. The most generic artificial shit put together. And they also had, um, what is it? Uh, mango ice cream. So I said, hey. Give me, give me a glass. Give me two scoops of mango, but put one mango in the middle. I mean, one mango scoop on the bottom and give me one scoop of Neapolitan, go through all the flavors in the middle and the final scoop mango again. And I went to the microwave and I microwaved that bitch for 30 seconds. That was one of the most unique flavors I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, I don't think I'd be that adventurous with ice cream personally. Yes, I'm aware. I knew without you even saying it, you would never even <laughs> something like that. We know you're allergic to food. So I was like, here's what I don't know. <laughs> I kind of sort of evaporated most of the alcohol out because <laughs> that's how alcohol works. But she was like, oh, wow, you should mix it together and drink it. I was like, yes, that's what I was going to already fucking do. So we got to talking still and someone brought up Mega Man Legends or Mega Man Legends 2. And I was like, uh, Mega Man Legends 2, who said that? Now, for those who don't know you, uh, Mega Man Legends was Capcom's first attempt at putting Mega Man in an adventure game or an RPG type format or really just an adventure game. It was a different Mega Man. He was in the far flung in the future from the old Mega Man, but he had a character in it that was so popular. She got her own game and it was called Tron Bond. That was her name. And eventually she got her own game. And it was called The Misadventures of Tron Bond. This is her. They also put her in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which no one saw coming. I think I've seen her before. She's the one who hangs out with the Legos and made all the Servbot characters and somehow they didn't get sued by the Lego company. Good on you, Capcom. No one else will be able to pull that shit off. She's a space, she's an air pirate thief, blah, 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 blah. But anyways, so we're talking about this game. And I was like, man, I want to get the game. I rented it at Blockbuster. That's how you know this was a long time ago. But I never got to truly finish it. So we're talking about it, laughing it up. And she's like, well, hey, I got to go. It was nice meeting you. I was like, oh, yeah, nice meeting you, too. I really wish I could get that game, though. I know where to get it. How the fuck do you know where to get it? My uh, brother is a GameStop employee, and they have it in his store. Well, shit, is it in the city? Yeah. Do you know the address and the number woman? And right before she goes out the door, it's like, oh, yeah, hold on a second. She goes and gets a pen and paper, and she wrote it down. Now, this might explain why they think I got her number, right? So the next thing you know is we hear outside, just like some giant car streaking shit, right? And we see the police go by. I was like, well, someone's in trouble. And I'm just like, hey, at least it ain't us. And I asked him, okay, 
where the fuck do you think you saw me at? Or how do you think I got this girl's number or some shit? It's like, oh, no, it wasn't you. It's like, what do you mean it was me? It wasn't you. Y'all thought it was me for like the past hour at this point. Who was it? I don't know, but it wasn't you. It's like, what? Okay, let me try this another way. Tell me how you came to that conclusion, motherfucker. And I said it just like that. So, well, uh, you said you put your coat up the minute we got there, right? Yeah. Well, somebody had the exact same coat as you. Oh, my God. So it wasn't you. I was like, y'all couldn't tell me that before I started the story? I mean, we wanted to hear it. You're good at telling life stories. I was like, you were already there. But yeah, you still tell them good and you tell them in funny ways. I was like, you know, they're not wrong. I literally envisioned this entire scenario that you just painted. And I'm like, crazy. I've never been to those like house parties when I was like 17 because I couldn't go out. So you painted it really nicely. <laughs> yes, we're all aware you're a dork. It took me less than a week to figure. No, it's not that I'm a dork. I just had really strict parents growing up. So I just... They always ask for my friends' phone numbers, their parents' phone numbers, where they lived, where they came from, like their social security. Just kidding on the social security, but later, literally they ask for an entire background check and I'm like, no, that's, that's, you know what? It's technically. No, that's perfectly fine. This is actually a supervised party. The problem is, is that the parents didn't know the drinks were spiked. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have kids running up and in your house playing Smash Brothers, parents are invited and shit. It was actually a decent party. It was it's one of those rare times in your life when you can have a party as a child and your parents are there, but you can still enjoy yourself. And, you know, no one was trying to do anything illegal. Right. Right. So uh, I'm just like, so you guys just wanted to hear me tell you a whole ass fucking story you could have prevented. Because you thought I would tell it in a funny or a cool way. Which you did. You figured out in less than 10 seconds of the story starting, everything I didn't know. I mean, you ain't got to say it like that, though. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? And uh, Randy got quiet. Chad wouldn't look me in the eye and he just buried his face in his, in his uh, peach pie or peach cobbler. And... I'm just looking at Tony like, he knows that I'm giving him that you owe me something. I don't know what it is face. And he just goes, I'm sorry. So then we hear again. We don't see any police cars. It sounded close, but we didn't see a car drive by. Right. So. Uh, we are leaving. And we hear this girl crying like, it wasn't supposed to be like this. And she's just crying and shit. It was like, well, this is your own fucking fault. And I, and I was like, that voice sounded familiar. So we all started looking at each other. And the voice came from around the corner. And we see blue and red lights now. So we look around the corner. And there was a crashed purple car. Oh, my God. Police officers. So that dude doesn't know that we're watching him because the police are can see us, but his back is turned to us. And I'm just like, 
I look at I look at I look at Randy and say, okay, we're not going to do or say anything and we're gonna creep out and get in the fucking car. Because even if he does get past the police, by the way, he's bigger than them, you know. I don't really want him to get shot at, even though he's literally running away from them. Or maybe he does get get away and he can get to me because he was kind of fast. It's like, so I'm saying this. Randy agrees. Tony agrees. Chad didn't agree. Do you know why Chad didn't agree? I do not know why Chad didn't agree. This also ties into the first time I heard the word fam. So Chad walked two, ten, no, five feet away from us and says, hey fam, what the fuck happened? And we're just like, what the fuck, dude? Oh my God. So the cops are going to say, uh, do y'all know him? Uh, no officer. No, we do not. Thank you for catching him. You are credit to this city. We're just playing the widest game possible at this point. And, and I grabbed Chad in the back of his fucking neck. And right when the officer turns around, I yanked his ass back. And then all we hear is, I just saw rabbits, man. I couldn't hit them. And I just, and we go back to the car. And it's like, and we all just said, the fucking rabbits. Because they live in the area and they know the rabbit and the forest preserve and the rabbits are, uh, they are the pest of the neighborhood. And we're just, that's hilarious. I can't like, I forgot this was about bunny. <laughs> yup. Yup. That's why I said there's a two parter, but yeah. Yeah, that 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 all happened, and Huck Fence, the, the the business didn't get hit, and it still exists. And yeah, they're open twenty four seven. You can go to yeah. I I, uh, I used to live by one. Oh shit, you might have been around a uh, Marquette Park at some point then. But um, anyways, is that where it happened? That's so funny. That's the one we went to, and that's also the one that I live closest to currently. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, most of my life stories, the aftermath still existed somewhere. So, yeah, uh, welcome to Life Stories. That was your first episode. Normally, I'm the one telling the stories, but I'm not the only guy telling the stories. Um, any questions or feedback? Uh, no, that was actually pretty fun. Okay. Well, uh, with that being said, this brings this episode of Life Stories uh, to an end. Uh, Ellie, do you have any closing statements? Um, closing statements. Make sure you take care of yourself because you're like a houseplant. Gotta feed and water yourself. That's about all I got. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have a comeback for that. I'm pretty sure photosynthesis tastes nasty. Uh, I will see you guys when I see you guys. Spotify episode will come out first because, well, if there's no video footage to add to it. And YouTube will come later because there's video footage to add to it. So I'll see you guys when I see you guys. Enjoy the new Space Jam trailer. It looks weird. <laughs>